Welcome back to the Taiku Podcast. My name is Corey. Uh, Basil's still with me, and Chris is joining us. Hello. And we're here to hey, talk about Owl. No, Basil, you're already here. You don't have to say hello. Oh, right. You ever just think about Redline? <laughs> um, no, we were talking about Love All Play, remember? Oh, yeah. That was a good show. Mm-hmm. But, man, this show. This show. Uh, all right. So, talking about Owlwashi, uh, it apparently means I learned this uh, literally T-I-L because I looked at the Wikipedia just now. Owl, which is blue, I knew that, but that is the color of the Japanese national team. And then Ashi means feet. Uh, owl could also come from... Uh, it says some kanji, which means youth, or blue spring. Um, it also means blue reed, which represents immaturity. Um, but that's where Awashi is. A 29-volume series currently by Yugo Kobayashi and Nakshiko Ueno, uh, written by and illustrated by uh, Yugo Kobayashi. Um, it was uh, created into a 24-episode anime series running from April to September 2022, and like I say, it has been uh, one of my favorite anime, sports anime um, in a long time. It may uh, crack my top five for, for anime of the... Um, but Chris, what is Awashi about? Well, Awashi, um, which, commenting on the name, I always I always wonder sometimes when, when companies choose to not um, translate the title. Um, I always think it's kind of strange. Uh, because there's always this constant fight in the anime community about what title you you call a show. Um, I always go by the very simple rule that you call it by what it's fucking known as. It's known as Attack on Titan. You search on Amazon for Attack on Titan. You search on Right Stuff for Attack on Titan. You don't search for Shinjeki Go Kyojin. It doesn't fucking bring up anything. Excuse me, it's Bukido Hero Academia. Ugh, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, unless so, you want scanlations or fan subs, then you're thin. <laughs> there yeah. you go. That's 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 your that's how you get there. Um, but I reading it, you know, I had read the same thing that you had read, Corey. That it translates as Blue Spring most commonly, and then it clicked for me. I was like, oh well, that's why because Taiyo Matsumoto already made the definitive Blue Spring manga, um, which was a great movie called Blue Spring as well. Um, so yeah, it makes sense that you would just leave this as Awashi. There's also a Blue nice Spring movie. ride that came out uh, a couple years ago. Yeah. Which one? What was that one called in Japanese? Aoharu? Aoharu ride? ride, I think. Aoharu ride? Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, I just had to throw that out there. I just I found it really fascinating because I wondered, like, why didn't they translate this title? And I was like, oh, because there's already a really well-known title by that in existence yeah. uh, in the American sphere. Um, anyway, what is this series about? This series is about, like what most anime series is about, a wonderkind. He is, like, really good at soccer, but he's a, bog, a ball hog. He's a fucking asshole. He just treats his team like trash and says, just give me the ball. I'll take care of it. Your job is to feed me the ball um, so I can score because that's where the glory and the fun is. He gets drafted um, by uh, Fukuda. Fukudu? Whatever. I can't remember. I think name. it's Fukuda. Yeah. Fukuda? Yeah, it's Fukuda. Tatsuya Fukuda. Okay. Um, who is the lead manager of a the one of the most prominent and highly regarded J Youth uh, soccer teams in Japan, um, Espirion. And he gets uh, he invites the main character whose name is Ashito Aoi. Aoi. Ashito, yes. <laughs> he's blue again. He's blue again. 
Um, and he goes to these tryouts and he somehow magically makes it through the tryouts. And when you're watching the series, like, it's kind of like, why did he win the tryouts? Like, he kind of sucks um, compared to, like, all these other people that he's playing with and against. Um, he very quickly learns that he doesn't actually know the first thing about soccer as a team sport, as a strategic sport. He just was having fun and wanting to be a ball hog and score all the goals because that's what he thought was awesome. But he's actually really talented. And we come to learn that he was able to pass through the trials because Fukuda sees something really special in him, but it's not what we see as an audience. So the, the, the over the course of the series, we are following Aoi's journey where he, you know, first humbles himself to the B team coach because he's not good enough to be on the A team. So he gets put on, put on the B team and humbly asks the B team coach to please teach him how to play soccer. And all the other people on the team, with the exception of the two other kids who won through the tryouts, the most of the rest of the team is uh, graduated from Esperion's uh, middle school. And so they kind of, you know, they already know how to play soccer like the school likes to play soccer, and they already are a, a tight unit. And they just do not like Aoi. He, they're like, you're awful. You don't know how to play. You're not playing as a team. What the fuck are you doing, bro? Um, and so we go on this journey as he's basically learning how to play soccer for the first time while also being on one of the most elite teams in the country. Uh, it's very silly in that way. Um, and that's basically the whole show. The show culminates in a very good place. Uh, we get to see some, t some games uh, that he plays with the B team. And we get to see him learn and grow. And we, as a viewer get to learn more about soccer as a strategy game. This is more of a series that's about the strategy behind playing the game as opposed to the skills and the actual playing of the game. We don't learn how to dribble. We don't learn how to, you know, make a shot, you know, kick the ball with the top of your laces, which is what I remember learning when I played soccer in middle school. Um, it's, it's all about this idea of watching the other players and understanding and predicting how they move. And it's very similar to Kuroko's basketball in a way. Um, Aoi has what I jokingly referred to when it was first introduced as Eagle Eye, which is a reference to one of the team members on Kuroko's basketball. He's got the Eagle Eye, but in, the, in this one it's more the Crow's Eye, uh, because just like Haikyuu, Haiku. Haikyuu, yes. Um, just like Haikyuu, <laughs> the crow is used as the the animal um, symbol uh, for Aoi's uh, journey through this. And I will say off the top, before before everybody else starts chiming in, this was so much fucking better than Days. Like, if you watch Days and figured you were done watching soccer anime for a while... Watch Awashi. It's I completely forgot about Days. <laughs> I also completely forgot about Days. And shoot, I watched episodes of Days on my honeymoon, like because I was trying to keep up with it. But no, this this anime rules. This anime is very good, and I think much like Haikyuu, this was done by Production IG as the animation studio. And I remember joking around when I first saw started seeing all the crow stuff, like, oh man, 
These are all the crows they were using in Haikyuu, and now they just get to reuse those assets for this show. Awesome. <laughs> good for them for finding good cost-saving measures. <laughs> but I also want to point out that uh, Aspirion is based by like an actual J-League club. It's called uh, Kashiwa Race Hall. And it's not just like a youth, like it's like a legit like soccer club. Like this is like it goes the whole gambit. The trick is, I believe that Fukuda is he's in charge of the youth league or the youth the youth side of the teams, and he more or less is his own wonderkind that had an injury and had to stop playing it. So those who can't play coach, and I think he sees a lot of Ashto Aoi in himself, and so he's like realizes, oh no, this kid has something, something I haven't seen in a long time that I used to do, I, I need to take this kid under my wing and, well, sort of under his wing, and, and let him grow and learn how to play, like, for real, real soccer. Yep, that next a black point um, in the series as well with Hana, the stepsister of Fukuga, uh, who idolized Fukuga uh, as a player before they became uh, siblings, or step-siblings as it is. Um Hana sees the same thing that she saw in Fukuda when he was playing in Ashito, and I think that's a pretty interesting thing, um, especially because like I think Fukuda was a was a forward, um, but what Fukuda sees in Ashito, and this is where the series like got really interesting and really compelling to me, is that um, Ashito was told to move to be a uh, I assume right back because he is right footed, and that's just how it works typically. Um, no, he's a he's a left fullback oh oh yeah that's right he's on the left um is he left yeah, that, which is funny because i played right fullback when i was in middle school <laughs> um but yeah i mean one of the things that we talk about in a lot of these sports uh anime and manga is that the main character is typically someone who is um in a high profile position on the team you're the picture you're the catcher you're the um, star point maker guy, uh, <laughs> uh, go-to uh, point scorer in, uh, in basketball, or you are the forward in soccer. But in this case, Ashito, our main character, is uh, a left back or a right back, whatever. Uh, I assume he's versatile enough to be on either side, but he plays on the left side um, in the show. Uh, and I find that immensely interesting just because once he got back there, like, it doesn't really... I've never played soccer uh, extensively. I don't think I can, like, physically with uh, the heart condition that I have. But um, it is immensely interesting to see him back there for the first time and be like, oh, you can really see the whole pitch. Uh, every, Literally everything is in front of me, and the only thing behind me is goal. And that's kind of horrifying in a way, but also it's uh, exhilarating in a different way. Um, I did, uh, one of the things that I, I was kind of annoyed I got the show, and this, this is probably the only uh, knock I'll give the show, is that they mention a lot of high-profile players, real players, uh, I don't remember which ones they named off the top of my head, but there are a lot of either, uh, attacking fullbacks, or ones that are more attacking minded and can gig up on the pitch and make chances, uh, Marcelo, for Real Madrid, uh, there's a little bit of a cheat, but Reese James with Chelsea, he's um, he's a more of a wingback, which is more of an attacking position. But the uh, uh, attacking fullbacks do exist. Um, Ashiko could definitely be one of those, and he obviously is one of those in this series. Um, but yeah, I find that immensely interesting in tactics and football generally. Immensely interesting. I think if we could only get more of this, at either in the either give us the manga, cowards, or 
give us more seasons of this anime, cowards, we would probably see more and more of that actually happen as Ashto, like, figures out what it's like to be an attacking fullback. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Chris. Yeah, I was, um, I also, like, watching this series, so, like, when Corey mentioned that Fukuda, he saw himself in uh, Aoi and, you know, wanted to bring him into the team so that he could blossom as a player, everybody that's around him, the supporting uh, managers and the other coaches, they were like, and especially the main coach, Date, um, whose character design wigged me out, by the way. He's got three single strands of hair that come off of his head, but he's also got this really hard-lined face, so they just draw straight lines through the middle of his fucking face, and I couldn't tell what were hairs and what were part of his face half the time. Freaking me out. Um, he tells Fukuda, like, straight up, that I think that this is going to be the first time that you are going to fail in bringing up a star player. Uh, because this is just something that Fukuda does. He has an eye for talent, and he finds it in the most unlikeliest of places. And with Aoi, it's the most unlikeliest place, because like I said, he doesn't really know how to play soccer as a team strategic sport. Um, He just knows how to kick ball good. Yeah, he doesn't know a lot of the fundamentals of soccer, like footwork. Um, knowing where you should be positioning in relation to everybody else, which is what you were talking about just now. Um, but like most importantly, the footwork. And um, I feel like this is very basic, but I've never learned it because uh, for make sure I've never played soccer. Is that when you have received the ball on your chest, you want to play or you want to receive it in the direction that you want to run, and you don't just want to receive it in wherever you receive it, which is what Ashiko is doing at the time. And that's like the first thing that he learns, and he's like, oh, it's way easier to pivot and go the direction that I want if I am already facing that direction, which seems very obvious, but, uh, you know. But it's not. Like, you, when you're playing, you know, it seems mm-hmm. on instinct you're just going to stand, like, the direction the ball is going, you want to be directly in front of it to stop all of that forward momentum. Um, so you, you want to position yourself in front of the ball and, and not, you know, slightly to the side and then, like, titty-nip it uh, to get it to, to come down. Uh, it makes sense to me how he got uh, goofed up. But as I was saying, like the show, it really got interesting when he got moved to being a fullback. Because like Corey was saying, you're so not just that you're so used to sports anime being about the, the quote-unquote ace player of the game, whatever game it is, you know, whoever, whatever position is considered the ace, the most important, the superstar, that's what we're used to. Um, and it's not so much that we don't focus on that, it's that the show deliberately uh, takes that away from the main character. And it was, you know, a good episode. You know, just one episode where he was down in the dumps about it, and, man, looked like he was going to off himself. Uh, He was so distraught by this, but he learns that, you know, what's more important is just playing the game. But... One of the things that I also really appreciated about this is after he gets moved to being a fullback, that's where like my personal experience directly relates to the sport that I'm watching on this series, and it gets it perfect. Like in a lot of sports anime, you'll have people sitting there talking, or there's like inner voice monologue, and the play seems to take forever, um, and it's just uh, it's just the anime, you know, the visual medium cheating so that you can get all of this plot and character development 
and all this insight when in reality um, the passage of time is like a split second. In Aoshi, they're not playing with time in that way. When you see the fullbacks just standing around with their thumb up their ass talking to each other about what they should do or how that that stuff goes, like that's for real like what happens when you're a fullback. That's how it was when I played the sport. Um, Because you're at the very back and your team pushes the ball forward and so they're fighting from the middle of the field all the way over and you basically stay, you know, if you progress forward, you stop at the middle of the field but usually you stay um, at the top of the pitches the furthest forward you go. And <laughs> you're just watching everybody. Um, and so you have, like, literal time to just sit there and talk to the other players on the team to, to strategize or to catch your wind back. You know, that's one thing that, like, the forwards and shit don't really get to do that you get to do as a fullback is you get to, you get to, you get to take a breath. Um and it, the show really represents that really well, but it just seems like the same, uh, the same, uh, I can't think of the word, but it feels like the same uh, device that's used in other anime, but it's not. It's, it's just the realities of playing as a fullback. And I think that works greatly in Aoashi, or not Aoashi, Aoi's favor, because his crow's eye, his super secret vision that that comes and goes like a superpower. Like, it's super fucking weird. Um, <laughs> um, I'm sure it'll get more normalized as the series progresses beyond the point where this uh, season ended. Uh, but, like, his eagle eye vision would just, like, randomly turn on and turn off, and it would be represented by his eyes turning gold. Like, that's just the perfect place for him to to view the field and use that vision. Um it's it, it ends up being the smartest thing that Fukuda could have done, and it makes the series that much better for it. Even though it turned, it initially starts as like, oh well, maybe maybe he just needs to get his shit together, and then he'll go back to being a forward. Uh, but I think you're wrong though, because in my experience playing soccer at elementary school and middle school, when you were fullbacks, what you really talked about was all the various Nintendo games you were playing at the time. Well, yeah. <laughs> and then you go, oh, crap, oh, crap, they're actually coming. Hold up, hold up, hold up. let's go. Let's, let's do. Yes, that is the reality of the situation, When, especially when you're young. Um, that is, you're talking about other things, not the game. <laughs> I think it works. Um, you know, I think it worked well with Ashka moving to the back, too, because you have, in, in soccer, you have the... Uh, you have the three lines, the defenders, midfielders, and forwards. And then you also have the pitch cut in thirds um, lengthwise, too, from goal to goal. So on the left side is Ashito, as well as... Um, what was that other guy's name? Togashi? Uh, no, Togashi's on the, in the center. Yeah. Um, Otomo, as well as uh, Tachibana, who are the They all got together in the uh, tryouts... And they became good buggies at the Triux. Um, so they're all on one side. And you can really feel the chemistry between them when they're moving the ball up the pitch, too. So I think that was just uh, a really nice touch from the series where, like, I guess you, we didn't really think about how they would fit together because we were just worried about whether they would make the team or not. But now that we do see that it's all a, they're all on the one side, um, the the coaches already know they have the chemistry, so they're, they're just working on it. That man... We, I mean, because I do really think the the, the, the 
I really do think this show really does take a turning point when Ashto has to suddenly become a fullback versus a forward because he had just finally worked things out with uh, Kurida and Asari where he now understands the whole theory behind a triangle and how to correctly look for passes and indicate where he wants passes to go and he finally is really starting to actually understand what being a true forward on a team is like and he gets there and they win and they're doing good and he's on cloud nine and then Fuki doesn't want to see him he's like oh right this is awesome and he's like nope you ain't forward now you'll be a fullback and deal with it peace deuces I'm out yeah from his highest high he is pushed down to his lowest low great great job show I mean that like, it is like, great. That was a good job. It, it was it was so good it was such a oh man oh man oh man the, the rug just yanked out and he fell on his butt and then he little mm-hmm. fart and he felt embarrassed <laughs> it was it was great yeah just just real quick because the name came up and I have to make sure that I say this because it's important to me Tagashi is the best character Tagashi with his awesome pompadour mm-hmm. and his biker gang roots I was wondering whether you love him. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do like Togashi too. He um, he's an interesting character in that he was a former uh, youth team youth member of this team, um, or was he a member of it, or was he just like trying out with them? So he was he he was from a totally different team, and he was brought in uh, to be drafted into the team when he was in middle school. Um, but he didn't like the other players, so he basically said, "Fuck you guys, I'm going back." Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then he got drafted again into high school. So, and then he stuck with it. Right. Yep. Yeah, and he particularly doesn't like them because they're worried about whether they'll they'll get injured or not, and like that is a, obviously a concern, especially when you're on the youth team and you aren't making a lot of money yet. Like when you don't have life changing money, you do not want to get injured. But um, at the same time, like you're not going to. Uh, or you're going to reach a, a lower ceiling if you're constantly worrying about that than if you don't and you just try to win. Uh, and Togashi didn't like that. He also was a forward at that time in middle school, uh, but he switched to central defender or center back um, in this one. Uh, so he wor- he's working with uh, Ashito a lot, and I like he got he likes Ashito as well as Okamo and Kachibana because they're the ones that joined up um, with the youth team. Like they're not part of this youth. Uh, ideal idealism of only get to the pros and go get injured along the way. Um, so he's helped, he helps Ashiko a lot and he knows a lot about defending. Obviously, he is he was a former forward and I feel like that is the case for a lot of defenders so that they used to be forwards um, and they just like didn't have enough skill or they had particular skills in other places so they moved backward. But um, yeah, I like their uh, interactions between each other and then Takashima who is the other red haired guy with the pompadour. He helps a lot. Who, gets, who shaves it off because yep. he's a coward. <laughs> well, he thinks he's really showing, like, oh, right, I've sacrificed everything, and everyone's like, why did you do that? That was stupid. And he's like, wait, what? But like, yeah, no, you should have kept the cool pompadour. And everyone, he's like, oh. <laughs> but I really, really like Tagashi, and he's yet another example uh, of Fukuda, like, really just finding these diamonds in the rough and knowing that under their wing, I love saying wink because of the crows. Haha. <laughs> um, they can really shine. They can really become something. And honestly, this just there is no. This show could have equally just been with Togashi 
as the main character as it could have been Ashita. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they just happened to give us Togashi as a side character on the team with Ashto as our focal like audience person we follow character but it could have been Togashi like that he could have been the main character of the show if they really wanted to honestly it could have been Tachibana he could have also been the main character of the show especially showing off the the last main game we were playing where he really got a chance to really grow into his own as well mm-hmm. and his struggles but I think that's all yeah like, or they could have actually shown us the entire show from the full, from the point of Fukuda, honestly. And that's really just an example of why this is such a well-written show, is that there are multiple characters who could be the focal point of this show, and they could have started with that character's introduction, and I would have been like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're the main character, clearly. I still love when we first meet Tagashi, Fukuda like, comes up to him and it all whispers all quietly. He's like... I thought the deal was that you dropped the motorcycle gang. He's like, they're just saying bye, God. <laughs> they're my friends. I'm not part of the gang yeah. anymore. <laughs> but uh, one of the other really special things that I really like about this series is one of the things that, as we continually talk about sports anime on this podcast, we are always saying about how the games take up most of the most of the the runtime. That is absolutely not the case with. Awashi. Um, nothing takes more than a single episode except for the final game, which takes up the last three episodes. Um, so it's not like Ace of Diamond where, you know, like the whole series, this whole 24 episode thing is maybe one and a half game. Um, and, and you're learning about the characters and the sport through the act of playing. Uh, this, this series really does a great balance of character character work through situational comedy uh through drama uh, you know there, there's some romance subplots that are threaded through here but aoi is too dense much to otomo's uh distraught and distress um <laughs> poor poor otomo <laughs> you get all the good ch- I love that and guy. you don't even know it um and, and and actually playing in the game um or playing in practice it never it never sits too long on one aspect of the storytelling or the other. It's constantly moving between all these different facets that it brings to the plate. And and it makes the story feel very propulsive. I I didn't finally get around to starting to watch it until this week when I, uh, I came back from the horror film festival in Telluride. I took two extra days off for recovery time because I'm old. Um, and so I plowed through 16 episodes in two days, and then I watched the last eight episodes yesterday, Saturday. Um, so, like, it seemed like a breeze because of this propulsive movement. Um, I wonder, like, if you're watching it week to week, if you constantly are feeling like, oh, it's over already? Because yes. it just, it yes. just moves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely, 100%. Like, though, no, this show, Production IG and whoever they had on this team did just an absolute, absolute masterwork in pacing and adapting the manga. Like, this is pretty, I would, I don't want to say anything is perfect, but the pacing of this is very, very good. It was a really weird, last season was kind of crazy because it had, well, this current season of anime has just 
a crap ton of all bunch of really good shows. Last season had a bunch of just sports anime just for some reason, and they all came on Crunchyroll on Saturday. Between Shoot and Gold of the Future, Ayashi, and Love All Play, they were all happening. And I would always save Ayashi for last because I knew as soon as I started watching it, it'd be five minutes and it'd be over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was also like clearly the best one, and I loved all, Love All Play, but like this one was just set a step above. Oh yeah. Well, I think if you take like Aim for the Ace as like all sports all the time, and Love All Play, which had a whole lot of school and growing up like high school stuff punctuated by good bits of badminton ayashi sort of sits in the middle where it actually spends like a pretty equal amount of time between them on the field and off the field. Mm-hmm. yeah one of the other characters um was kaigo uh Henri, who was uh tokyo experience sponsors ceo's daughter uh now that we have all of those relationships out of the way like, <laughs> she's an aspiring coach she's uh hangs around the team a lot she knows uh, a lot about football, um, much more than Hana. Hana, surprisingly, does not know that much about football. Uh, but she does want to be like a sports medicine um, type person. I, I sports doctor. Okay. Um, yeah, she wants to be a sports doctor, possibly even like a straight-up nutritionist mm-hmm. as a focus, because that was how she really got to know Ashito, is she kept telling him, no, no, this is your meal plan. <laughs> yep. This is what you need to be eating to properly grow and condition your muscles and all that stuff that you would need to know as a growing like soccer superstar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was uh, that part was kind of interesting, um, but it doesn't really come up in the course of the show a lot. Henri's does, and it comes up in direct contrast of a lot of the show because she's like, oh, I don't know why Ashito is um, playing as uh, as a fullback when his attacking prowess is better served. Uh, in the final third, so he should be something like, he should be in the midfield if he can um, move the ball around well, if he can do uh, if he can attack well maybe an attacking midfielder but, um, like, that's uh, a discredit to defenders, and kind of not paying attention to them at all, like, Ashiko could still be physical, and could still be a defender, who knows, he hasn't really showcased many of those skills just yet because he's still learning how to defend and also still learning kind of the game of soccer completely um but she provides a lot of that good analysis and a lot of the good uh learning moments for us the audience uh in terms of more of the minutiae of of soccer positioning and soccer uh, other things uh, tactical aspects of it and she also gives some some key points to ashto to understand hey this is what you should be looking for this is how these characters do these characters, these other players, how they interact on the field and how they're keeping an eye out for things. You should also be doing this, these sorts of things, in order for you to grow how you should best play. Yeah, he really he really has like all the best people supporting him, which I still think is super weird because he's not that great of a player. <laughs> but like everybody just gravitates to him. Um, and supports him and wants to see him flourish. Um, and so when he d- does become like a much better player towards the end of the series, um, like it feels like everything pays off. Um, but it, I still just think it's super weird that everybody would flock to him when he's such a, a, a bum. 
Are you yeah. kidding? Yeah. Well, charisma happens, man. Like, and Ostro is nothing if not charismatic. Mm-hmm. True. He, like, well, I mentioned how there are some of these characters could have been the main character. Ostro is the main character, and he definitely channels Shonen Hero very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And to be a little fair to Ashko, he was, he was bad at the beginning at soccer generally, but he had good instincts and the rest of the team knew that he was like clearly the best player. They were they were going to feed him the ball, um, I think regardless of whether he was yelling at them to feed him the ball or not. Um, but yeah, he and this is showcased, especially in that, the tryout part, where like everyone is so dejected. Uh, they're being beaten, I forget what it was, like 2-0, 3-0, something like that. And then they learn that the team that they're playing against, which is the youth team, uh, everyone is playing out of position. So forwards are in uh, playing defenders, defender and defenders are playing forward, um, and they're still being destroyed by by the youth team here. Um, but it's Ashiko who really picks them up and is like... Oh, he picks up Otomo and Takashima. Yes. They're the only ones that follow through, and that's why they all pass the tryouts. Yeah. He Tachibana. picks up at least a couple of them. But yeah, Tachibana, he... sorry. They have very similar last names. They both ends with T, ends with an ah. But yeah. <laughs> um, Frankly, yeah. I only caught it because I'm looking at pictures of all of them with their names. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think it is something where, you know, when we first meet Ashto and his team, it very much is the we're a bunch of kids in school in Podunk, Japan. We don't really have a coach or anything. We just like playing soccer together. And Ashto is just the clear like standout player out of them. And so, of course, they all really want to feed him the ball. They're actually like he sort of formed a cult of personality for his team. But they're all again, it's that charisma like they're there. They're there for him. They want to see him flourish, and so that's why they don't. They don't mind. Like Ashto is a big talker and, and a little bit of a jerk, but that's how they grew up. And it wasn't until he came to Spirion and discovered what actual like professional soccer is like, and what he could be, and what he could do on this team, is when he starts going, "Oh, oh shoot! I didn't know anything, did I?" Oh crap! I suck. <laughs> well, y'all, please help me not suck. And that also probably might be one of those things where, you know, he he is. While he sometimes will still talk a big game throughout the show, he also has no qualms of going like, "Oh no no no! I'm crap right now." In this particular instance, I need help. I'm willing to work. I want to put in the effort to be good, but I do need help to be good if you will help me be good. And so I think that does endear him to his teammates and whatnot, because we're like, oh, well, he wants to not suck, and we're stuck with him, so I guess we should help him, huh? Yeah, he's very humble. He's, he's a really good character. He's not the main character in Black Clover at all, even though they have similar haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> any um, any closing thoughts here on Awashi? Um, looking, I, I, while we were talking, I looked up uh, the series in depth on the wiki page that uh, Basil provided, and we only got through volume 11 um, of the series. So there definitely either has to be another season, or this was like the worst case of promotion for the manga ever. Um, usually the, the promo for the manga anime series are really short, um, 12 episodes. 
Um, but they gave us a full 24. So we're, we're properly invested in it now. Um, so it would be very cruel if they did not continue it. So I, I think I, we got plenty of material that we shouldn't probably be waiting too long. I'm really hoping since this is uh, right. It's production IG. This can't be Chafaru because that's, I believe madhouse. Oh. A different, different developments to not that it matters too much because a lot of these animators will come and mm-hmm. go like the wind, but this is technically a production IG show. So my hope is maybe they'll give us another singular game of Haikyuu, and then they'll give us more Hayashi. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they finish Haikyuu properly? No, not no. yet. I think where they are, though, there's not many more games left. Like, there's a lot of manga left, but there's not many more games left. They haven't had the, uh, well, spoilers, they haven't had the, the traversal of uh, Hinata to where he goes. But yeah, I'm like and overall, I really, really enjoyed this series. Um, I haven't seen too much soccer anime uh, because I don't think we've really gotten that much before. Um, I still think Giant Killing is the best because Giant Killing mm-hmm. um, kicks like the hardest ass. Um, plus, that's a, that's a series for olds. Um, so Giant Killing is great teacher Onizuka if he was a coach of a soccer team. <laughs> of other adults and still was somehow still GTO. I, I, I adore Giant Killing too. Like, and in fact, I think probably because this is actually about a legit, this is not about a high school team, even though it's the J Youth League, but it's still like an actual legit like soccer league. This mm-hmm. is like, professional soccer. This is not just high school soccer. And so there's just a different vibe to it that I only have really gotten in giant killing yes so there there is that Uh, and there have been soccer anime i mean shoot we were just talking about just last season there was also shoot goal of the future we were just talking about how we all forgot about days (laughs) well clean freak ioma 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 kun um like that's that was a soccer show but it it really wasn't that was a, a a comedy gag manga that surrounded soccer but yeah, like like what sticks out of my memory was Days, and Days was super fucking disappointing. Like I was upset by the time it ended. Uh. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently airing Blue Lock is also one. The old Shooks. Um, look, just looking through the Anime Planet lists here. Uh, Captain Subasa. Uh, yeah, looking through them for things that I recognize. Uh, didn't we get like the Captain Subasa like sequel? But I didn't watch it because I never saw the original Captain Subasa. Probably. That sounds familiar. Like around the time when Mix came out. Uh, oh yeah, maybe. Um, Farewell, my Gear Kramer, which that was good. Uh, Giant Killing. Oh. They do animate the Nets Inc. <laughs> they do animate the Nets. Inazuma Eleven. Hang on, the final page here. One Piece. Dream Soccer King. It's an OAV. <laughs> I think, uh, I oh, think I've actually seen that one. I think I've seen that One Piece OAV. It was like three minutes long or something. I remember this. <laughs> Night in the area. It was the, it, was, it was the Straw Hats playing soccer. It was great. Uh, Night in the area. Everyone watch Ayashi. It's, if, you, if you listen to this podcast and you like sports anime and you've not watched Ayashi, you really should be watching Ayashi. Mm-hmm. Like, this, is, this is like primo taiku material right here. It's quality like, stuff. If, yep. Like, yeah. if, I could, well, if I could like say, hey... If you watch one anime, you know, in recent memory that's a sports anime, this is the one to watch. 
Yep. And as I said at the top, this may crack my top five list for top anime of the year. Um, and soccer is it one of my favorite sports. Yeah, soccer is one It'll of my favorite sports It'll definitely be now. in my top five unless I can watch significantly more anime by the time we were <laughs> Like, if this show was also airing this season with all the freaking standouts that this season has between Chainsaw Man and New Mob Psycho and New Uritsa Yatsura and Gundam Witch for Mercury, this would still be right there with them. Badass, awesome anime. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. It looks really good, too. Like, the animation is not... Yeah. They didn't half-ass it. No, they they whole-assed it. They might have added an extra half-ass to <laughs> the whole-ass. Like, And I believe the second opening... Well, I love the first song. I really like the second song, too, but the animation for the second opening is at least two full asses. <laughs> at least. Yeah, but that has its own freaking little story arc, like, right there. Like, I... Like, if you need just... Man, and by the time, like, the chorus, like, kicks in, the whoa-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh... Like, I'm like, whoa-oh... I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> like, that was... The, between the animation and the ending of that song, like, that is an opening I never skipped. Like, it... Damn. Like, this is a, this is a good show. This is... Whereas, you know, Adam Driver once said, good soup. <sighs> all right. So, um... Exit for Awashi, but where can we find all of you on the internet? Hazel. I went first last time, or whatever reason for the red line thing so chris you know you go first this time whatever um you can find me on the twitters at gokufi uh you can also find me uh much more frequently and interactively on letterbox at gokufi and uh if you guys have been uh skipping our uh our movie segments please don't uh we talk about good movies and we're about to pick up another director um here starting next year so it's going to be it's going to be good stuff check those out watch movies follow along yes by the time this is released we will have uh reviewed the first two films of um jean-pierre melville almost forgot his name um and the one before this is les enfants terribles i definitely know how to say things i took french in high school so i I actually vaguely do um basil where can i find you online was 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 that from metal gear what? Maybe Metal Gear is referencing the Le Terrible, like the terrible like kids or whatever. Yeah. Oh no, I, he must have butchered it so badly. It's not Le Enfant Terrible. Uh, it's not the not the terrible kids. That is not the name of a Melville film. Oh okay, yeah, yes. Look, with, with I'm looking it up. Kojima, it I would have believed it. With Kojima, I would absolutely 100% believe that he took one of his ideas from Metal Gear from a French film. Like that feels 120% his bullshit. Oh yeah, I guess but it is. Long terrible. I thought that was somebody yeah. else. Weird. Well, what's not weird is that I'm. Well, no, it, it might, it may or may not be weird that I'm still on Twitter, depending on when this comes out and what's happening to Twitter, and who ends up ultimately old, old, owning Twitter. Who knows? But at least as of this recording, I am on Twitter at its basal time. You can also find me sometimes on Twitch at its basal time. My main podcast, I'm usually always on because it's sort of my podcast is the awesome cast your podcast for everything awesome osmcast.com and you can also find me on lots of different episodes here not as often as chris because i don't talk about the movie segments but i do talk about lots of different sports anime Corey, how about you it's just on the metal gear wiki page and it does not reference melville well maybe. it should yeah um <laughs> someone asked koji monitor 
yeah, you can find me on Twitter, X Taikumenko, C A I I K U. You can find our podcast here, uh, Taiku Podcast, on Twitter. And you can find all of our episodes over at TaikuPodcast.com. You can find our movies podcast also at TaikuPodcast.com, but on a separate feed, Taiku Movies, on uh, Apple Podcasts. Um, Spotify, wherever else you find podcasts. Or if you don't find them there, let me know. Tweet the podcast, tweet at me. I'll get it there. And uh, thank you both for coming on, talking about uh, some good soccer anime. Yeah, thanks for bullying me into uh, watching the show <laughs> for for the episode. You know, yeah, gotta... Also, thank you for bullying Chris into watching this show. <laughs> you like, I was really you excited watch, you know? when you were starting bullying. I'm like, yes, finally, we've got Chris on another sports show. Yes. It's It's been a while. It's been a while. I think the last time I talked sports was that stupid fucking baseball series, Wild <laughs> Nine or whatever. Tribe Nine. I thought Tribe it would be Nine. better, to be fair to me. talk about soccer yeah let me let me message kate and tell her that it will be longer because she asked me how long it was going to be and i was like oh about an hour like normal and then we did redline so um, <laughs> a little longer sorry kate actually probably i'll be right back i need to go tell my wife that same thing okay